Lynchburg Hillcats desperately wanting to get back home. That is one of the topics we cover right now in part two of Covering the Commonwealth. Yep, we're copying this idea. Covering the Commonwealth, a look at the locally interesting teams and stories from the experts who cover them. Let's start with the Lynchburg Hillcats. Lynchburg Hillcats went on the road to Kannapolis and two and four. Their campaign down in North Carolina, not the end of the world, but uh, the losing series are starting to add up. Is there a level of pressure this team is feeling as Jason Pearl is with us in the fast lane? Jason, we'll ask you straight up. Is there an added level of pressure to snap out of things? Or was even though it was Friday, the win on Friday enough to at least give Lynchburg uh, a little bit of a jolt as they have gotten the offense back, if nothing else? Yeah, I don't think there's really much pressure as of right now. The first half of the season is really coming up uh, to a close in the next about two weeks or so, Ed. And so I, I would say if the offense and the pitching still haven't pieced it together come Saturday of this this coming homestand, I think then they're going to start feeling the pressure as they're heading in to the second half because everyone gets a fresh start and nobody wants to start out on a bad foot. So I think right now there's not much pressure, but if we're in the same boat in a couple of games, I think then you might start feeling some of the pressure. Jess Prill 19. He's with us in the fast lane. Jason Prill, Lynchburg Hillcats broadcaster in covering the Commonwealth. Jason, um, Friday night, this coming Friday, that is, the series against Charleston, backyard Hillcats night. Kids will be taking over everywhere. Are they going to be taking over your broadcast booth as well? Actually, Ed, they are going to be taking over the broadcast booth. There's a couple of kids who have expressed an interest in uh, becoming broadcasters one day, so we're going to bring them inside the broadcast booth, give them a headset, and let them talk uh, on the air. So it'll be a fun night. Kids all over the ballpark running things. Uh, Hopefully I don't lose my job uh, to one of them, but you never know. It it could be worth it. Boy, it sounds like the worry meter is growing for you, Jason, as Jason Prill is with us here in the fast lane. The photographic evidence, I'm sure, will be up at JassPrill19 and LYN Hillcats, the Twitter and Instagram handles for the evidence of what's about to take place this coming Friday evening. In the meantime, Jason, if you get to Saturday You'll be in a good spot because kids will not have taken over your job. We will keep our fingers crossed that it goes your way. I appreciate that, Ed. Uh, Saturday cannot come soon enough uh, for my stress levels. Now to NASCAR. With Trey's, I don't know, do we call him your enemy, Trey? He's not my enemy. He's my friend. Well, you treat him like an enemy sometimes because you really like to get under his skin or at least dig insults at Brian Nolan. I mean, when he laughs like, (laughs) like this, and you just, it's just fun. Brian, do you have any comment for Trey, who's your frontstretch.com colleague? That is so mean, Trey. First off, you and our, our content director for Front Church, Michael Massey, always like to mimic my laugh, and it's so much um, not even close to that. That That is a terrible impre- impersonation of me, Trey. We need to be better, buddy, okay? Uh, all I know is Tom says it's 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 10 out of 10, so I'm, I'm good. That is so not true. I will flat out text him right now, Trey. <laughs> Trey is bringing up evidence that might really disrupt the flow of the fast lane at the Brian Nolan and Trey Lau VT on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with this feud. In the meantime, we're going to try to keep this thing on the rails. Uh, even when cars were able to stay on the track, they didn't have enough for Martin Truex Jr. yesterday at Sonoma. 
bad racing or he was just that good and those type of things happen in NASCAR? Can I say a little bit of both, Ed? I mean, first and foremost, thanks for having me on, buddy. It's always a pleasure. But, I mean, with with, with Sonoma, I, I, I was talking with a, a Danny Peters, a colleague of mine, um, who was at the track, who was doing photos for us. And he said, and we were talking, we were like, when was the last good Sonoma race? And we both said 2016. And it, it's just, I mean, this car is just so durable. Plus, you add in the fact that the track is so narrow. It's just really, really hard. And, I mean, there's not really many mistakes made by, these drivers anymore because I mean you have you have some turns that you can get a little bit into the sand but I mean these cars are so so durable and so steady that even like the slightest you're fine now with Denny Hamlin when you're when you're going to start finish line and you hit the wall that that's a little bit different however it's just it's so hard to pass on road courses with this new car mixed in with just how narrow Sonoma is you're going to get the race like we did yesterday yeah I mean you're bound to get that type of performance from time to time in a particular venue has Martin Truex Jr. announced his presence as one of those contenders for a championship now that he has won a couple of times and has a dominating win on top of that I mean, let's look at let's look at the track. Ed, you start with the clash. Obviously, that that's a, it's a makeshift track inside of a stadium, so that's a little hard to um, compare with other tracks. And then you go to Dover, a concrete one mile, uh, just monster. And then you go to a road course. I mean, three totally different tracks. So um, I, I would say yes. I mean, Phoenix is also a mile in length, but it's totally different to Dover. Um, but I mean, this is a brand new rejuvenated Martin Truex Jr. Obviously, uh, some personal matters happened through the off season, and um, he, he's looking like a brand new, brand new person um, on the racetrack. I mean. Winless last year, already three wins, if you want to count the clash as one win, too. I mean, this is a, a rejuvenated number 19 driver, and, and him and James Small both said yesterday that they're pumped. I mean, that they can, they are going to the race track each and every single week, and they can win. They know that they can win. And uh, I think someone asked, um, what's the strategy now for Martin Truex Jr. since he has those three wins? Um, and he says, I want to win every single stage and every single race from here on to the playoffs. And so, He's, he's got a full bag of momentum heading into this off week, and um, I, I truly think that uh, he's going to be one to watch. Indeed, he is. And somebody who's always worth watching at the Brian Nolan on Twitter and frontstretch.com is Brian Nolan. And watch out for his laugh or at least Trey's horrible impersonation of it. Love you, buddy. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Terrible impersonation. It's Michael Matthews is better, which you can hear on the Happy Hour podcast. Later. That is true. Happy Hour podcast, as well as. Uh, Excuse me. Well, it's my podcast that Trey uh, eloquently produces. He does a fantastic job. Yeah, uh, that comes out every single Thursday I make, morning. I make, just bo- I make both of you sound great. Y'all should appreciate me. Well, just subscribe to Fast Lane Ed Lane, <laughs> where you listen to podcasts in the Front Stretch feed, and you'll get them all. And that way, you'll be able to experience and bask in the greatness of Trey Lyle. Brian, thank you for your time today, and yes, going along with the flow of Trey's greatness. You are the best, Ed. Trey, you are, you're, you're decent. But uh, I appreciate you guys having me on, and I can't wait for the next time, guys. Thanks, buddy. And last but not least, or maybe least, that professional football team in Landover, Maryland, or is it Ashburn, Virginia? Candy Waller, Seawall Sports and Entertainment, with us here in the Fast Lane. Seawall, um, it appears we are starting to get more progress, and maybe they're actually starting to take some steps 
toward resolving this sale of the Washington Commanders? Is this kind of like the end of rush hour traffic when cars are starting to move again and you can at least say, hey, we're getting closer to our final destination? Absolutely. And luckily... Maybe the sale will be done by the time training camp starts at the end of July. So I think at this point, everyone literally has their fingers crossed that training camp will be very exciting this year, especially because it's looking around that time of the year that the sale will be final. Candy Waller, Seawall Sports and Entertainment, at least giving a timeline for what traffic looks like, unlike the traffic in the Beltway or on the Beltway in rush hour when you don't really know when you're going to get to your destination. Not to bring up sore memories for you, which may be occurring daily, Seawall. <laughs> uh, but the Washington Commanders as well, because of this, how much does the uncertainty of the sale play into the fact that they have not been mentioned for either of the two big names on the free agent market right now? Wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and I think the guy that would be a better fit running back Dalvin Cook. I think it's I think it's a lot to do with it. I mean, you're kind of in a position where it's like, hey, you know, from a financial perspective, you're kind of in a lull. You got just got to wait and see what happens with the sale. So I think they're just trying to do what they got to do and having some great practices. OTAs is closed out for the most part now. They only have a light practice tomorrow, uh, which media is not um, now. And we're uninvited to it now. We were invited and now we're uninvited <laughs> to um, their closed session tomorrow. But a lot of not any movement in free agency is definitely because the sale is not final. That's a good bit of information from Candy Waller of Seawall Sports and Entertainment. Seawall, thank you as always for your perspective and time today in the fast lane. And uh, I'll be thinking of you if I get stuck in D.C. traffic on my way up to the Beltway this weekend. Oh, definitely. Safe travels. And I'll be talking to you guys again. So. Indeed. Candy Waller, Seawall Sports and Entertainment. What, I Trey? just thought of the perfect analogy for this for the sale since it's Josh Harris. You just got to trust the process. No. I mean, that. why that, encourage that? Why encourage that? Just story? trust the process. I don't know how we can I mean, encourage that. I'm just saying. I'm, and yes, I'm a burn-scoring Sixers fan who's seen the process fail to deliver results time and time again, but it is the truth of what has to be broadcast here on W226BG, Timberlake, WVGM, AM, Lynchburg, WMNA, Gretna, Danville, Southside, all parts of the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Boy, Trey has sent us off the rails. Now it is time for us to go, Trey. You have to do the mock or at least the uh, best <clears throat> interpretation of telling us what we're about to go to now as we wrap up the fast lane and go live!